Daphne Doolittle, the dame with the private eye. It was 3 a.m. in the city that always sleeps, and I was querulously quarantining myself in my odious yet adequate office, surreptitiously sequestered away in the old building over there, wistfully wondering when dutiful deduction and consummate case-cracking would be courteously classified as essential work again. I was also witlessly watching Governor Jim Justice's latest randomly scheduled televised press conference. Why, just the other day I was in Bob Evans with my wife waiting for a phone call from my good friend the president. And my wife looked at me and said, should we even be in here? And I said, honey, we can't be fearful. The everything breakfast must persist in every way, shape, form, or fashion. Even though the road ahead is fearful, we should be smart and also order us some double chocolate hotcakes. That's what I said, and that's what I say to you. Stay home, but don't hesitate to go out, especially if you're craving the original farmer's choice. Things are serious. They're concerning. We just have to follow the fucking guidelines. Oh, that was an audio glitch. I would never say anything so clearly as what you think you just heard in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Meanwhile, my unilobed and infantic but otherwise reliable sidekick, Stinky Pink, was once again pondering life's mysterious questions in the comics section of the Witten Daily Times. Duh. I got a lot of questions, boss. Questions? From the funny pages? Like, why does Garfield hate Monday so much? Why does he hate Odie so much? Why does he hate John so much? Why does he hate Normal so much? Why does Lucy hate Charlie Brown so much? Why do the Lockhorns hate each other so much? Why does Sarge hate Beetle Bailey so much? Why does Mr. Dithers hate Gangwood so much? Because hate is funny? It is? Oh. Would I be funny if I hated people too? Just as I was about to find myself tremulously trapped in a chaotic chasm of philosophical pitfalls and inquirious quandaries, the dilapidated door to my abhorrent abode flew open and fell over. Congratulations, Detective Doolittle. You are now a contestant on The Price is Life. And a suave yet sleazy gentleman sallied forth with a slithery saunter. With wily wherewithal, I replied, The price is life? Oh, yes, Detective Doolittle. Allow me to introduce myself. Felonious Flapdoodle, finagler of five minute frolics and frivolities. Finagler? I'm a traveling interdimensional game show host. Game show host. Think Gene Ray burn cross with Doctor Who without the copyright infringement or the phallic mic. Now see here. Nah, ah, 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 detective. We don't have time for the usual combative claptrap. Your allotted five minutes is already ticking, ticking, ticking away on the clock. And consequently, so is the clock of the entire universe. For when you are chosen as a contestant on The Price is Life, you are playing not just for your fate, but for the fate of the entire globe. 
the fate of the whole world, but what if I lose? Everyone loses for I, felonious flat doodle, finagler of five minute frolics and frivolities. We'll hold everyone captive in their homes, unable to go out, see friends, family, acquaintances. Everything will be controlled by me. They'll even have to wear these stylish masks if they wish to breathe. Hate to tell you this, Felonius, but you're a little late to this game. As are you, detective! A little late to play the raucous riddle rumble! Doom awaits should you not start answering now! Doom? Riddle number one! I start to say a word so sweet, but then I stutter, miss a beat. My eyes, they stare until I bleat. Another sentence incomplete. Who am I? Uh... Yes, detective, remember the fate of the world, or... Doom, I know, I know. <gasps> Joe Biden! Very good, detective! Riddle number two. I switched my wares around for kicks. When all were scared, I played my tricks and swapped the bread with pretzel sticks. But the booze remains in aisle six, I think. Easy. Kroger on Three Springs Drive in Weirton, right after the virus was announced. Magnificent detective, but can you answer your final riddle in the raucous riddle rumble? Remember, galactic fate rests on your puny human intellect. Easy, bub. I click. A window opens, then two more. I see three nose hairs and a blotchy sore. I hear some scratches, screams, the fog of war. I speak, they glitch, then drop. It's quite a chore. <laughs> That's your final riddle? It is, but confidently chortling won't save the universe. Your answer, please. What else? A Zoom call with my parents. Oh, shucks. Foiled again. Congratulations, Detective Doolittle. You have just terrifically triumphed on The Price is Life. I really should have stolen Gretels from the Reader's Digest. So the world is free again? Uh, marginally speaking, I mean six feet apart, mask, one-way aisle, stay at home, no concerts, no movies, no summer, curbside service, second wave, distant learning, video conferences, mail-in voting, you get the drift. You leaving? I must move on to my next interdimensional galactic challenge. Mind if I borrow a roll of toilet paper on the way out? Maybe a squirt of hand sanitizer? Consider them my parting gifts. And with that, the suave yet sleazy gentleman with the big voice slithered away. Stinky, did you see all that? Stinky? But those aren't my only questions, boss. I mean, why doesn't the family circus have any clowns? Why don't the stories in Mary Worth ever end? And why isn't her advice worth much? And why isn't Dennis much of a menace? Why is Donald Trump on the front page and not with the other comic strips? That last one's even too deep for me, Stinky. <laughs> and it's Dawn! Dawn! I let the clock run out on the case of the five-minute flapdoodle. Yet another veritable victory in the curious career of Daphne Doolittle, the dame with the private eye. Was that real? Or have I been in quarantine too long?